This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain and dad. Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? What's going on, man? Let me tell you, I'm barely rolling in here by the skin of my teeth. I had a a, a lot happen today. Um, uh, long story short, uh, my car broke down on me, and I uh, ran over my own phone. <laughs> so... Uh, take with that what you will, uh, but it's been a day for me. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that uh, that really sucks. I, I've been so lucky that I've never really caused any damage to my phone, never broke a phone, nothing like that. I always had friends who dropped them, smashed them, lost them in lakes, like all sorts of crazy stuff. I've never had that happen. But yeah, when you showed me yours before the show, I was like, Yeah, you want to oh, see? You, you want to see? It's so... Look at Let's it. Go Hold ahead, on. Let it let it focus in so so yeah, everybody can see the look oh, at there, it. That, that angle right there. Absolutely oh my gosh. Blast. Just out of here. Just <laughs> Ugh. It's done for. Well, it's not done for. I'm gonna have to take it in at some point and get it fixed, but that's probably gonna be secondary to my car. Uh so yeah, I got a lot going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I guess the the car is probably a higher priority than the phone at this point. <laughs> Very much so. Dang. Uh, But how have you been? I've been, (laughs) I've been uh, doing all right. Yeah, it's been, it's been a busy couple weeks. My parents were in town uh, visiting for a little bit. Um, And this is, uh, they just flew out today, actually. Um, And uh, yeah, probably won't see them for another couple years. They're heading back overseas. So uh, yeah, that's always hard. Say goodbye. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. see you when we see you. Maybe, you know, because they don't, they don't have plans. They don't have tickets, obviously, to come back yet. You know, two years out. So, yeah, that's always always a little hard, but, yeah, hanging in there, getting through the day, and, uh, boy, it's been a rainy day in San Diego, which is kind of We had a little bit weird. of rain up this way, too. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's not completely out of the ordinary, but we just had, like, a really hot spell. Like, it's, I don't know, sometimes it's funny, uh, I mean, where I'm from in upstate New York, the joke is like, oh, if you don't like the weather, wait, wait 30 minutes, wait an hour, you know, it'll change. And uh, in San Diego, everyone talks about how consistent it is. It's like, oh, it's so consistent. And it is really, like, comparatively. But, uh, yeah, it's not instead of, like, wait an hour, it's like, oh, wait a couple days. And it goes from, like, you know, 91 day to, like, oh, a high of 60 and raining. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> like, what is happening? Good old California. Yeah. But at least it never, like, gets below freezing. So that's nice. You know, I don't have to deal with, like, 81 day and then snow the next day because that's what they get in New York. Or yeah. icicles on my car. Because <laughs> that's literally what they get in New York. It'll be like, ah, yes, 70, 80 degree, beautiful, sunny day. 
snow blizzard the next you know three days and then like back to like 70 degree weather and all the snow melts and everything's a muddy mess so (laughs) the one time i ever went to new york i remember this like it was yesterday it was 2009 i it was a started off as a perfectly sunny day then out of nowhere it was a couple of drops came down and i tell you following that was one of the hardest rains that came in a long time that I've ever seen. I mean, my clothes were soaked all the way through. We had to go inside a building and like we had to go to like a department store or something like that just to get a change of clothes because it was that bad, dude. I mean, it came out of nowhere. Like nobody was like carrying umbrellas or anything. <laughs> oh, hey, here he is. What's well, up, gentlemen? What's Not much, up? man. We were... We're only just getting started. We haven't even uh, talked about our Patreon supporters yet. So, oh, beautiful, good timing on my part then. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah not too shabby, not too shabby. Um, but uh, yeah, actually, I was about to. Uh, we were talking about the weather, how it's been rainy and cold in San Diego, and Adrian was telling us about a crazy storm in New York. How's the weather in in, in Nebraska? There has it been snowy? It's rainy, like 75, warm? 80 degrees right now. Nice. But it's supposed to snow next week. Nice. So, there you go. That's wild. <laughs> Weather yeah. is something else, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Uh, oh, I guess I can introduce you here. Also joining us here in the studio, a little late, but better late than never, the heavyweight podcasting champion of the world, J.J. Purdom. That's right. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, and it's always going to be running late like this with the schedule that I've I'm keeping right now unfortunately this is just kind of how how what it looks like right now is uh you know running in last minute Larry yeah no worries no worries I'd rather you make it late than not make it at all um cool today we're going to be talking about the new Ghostbusters game CD Projekt announcing Witcher 4 and maybe Sony will finally announce Project Spartacus this week uh, but first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Kajunior, Bleep Bloop, and Eddie Martin, and uh, our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. You can uh, support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, just like those awesome folks, and support us starting at just a buck a month. You get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, as well as our Super Gamer Book Club show, another show hosted by Adrian uh, episodes available right now is the Metroid Dread featuring Zetch Keenan, Patrick Ellers, and Connor McCabe. Um, unfortunately, a new episode did not come out last week. I know we let told me, everyone. Let oh, me butt in here. Let <laughs> yeah. me butt in here, folks. Let me tell you about this here month of March. The month of March. Boy, has it <laughs> kicked our collective tuckuses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no joke. Every time that we try to schedule this book club. Something comes up. Somebody can't make it. Uh, somebody runs over their phone. <laughs> <laughs> the month of March has not been... What? I was going to say, I'm going to be completely honest with you, too. Um, last week, because we were supposed to record last Thursday, it's supposed to come out the next day on Friday. Somehow last week, 
uh, what was it? Well, two weekends ago, I was finally getting over a cold after my Orlando trip. And then I got sick again on Tuesday. So Thursday, I was in rough shape. Like I was like coughing, like no voice, nothing. So even if it, we went forward with the recording, I was in rough shape. So seriously, you're <laughs> no joke. The month of March is literally trying to kill us. We're trying to get the heck out of March as fast as possible. Whoever out of in this in this group took the idol from the temple, put it back, please. JJ, put, put it back. back. It was actually at the Omaha Zoo. Funny enough, like we'll it's, put it back it because you've woken somebody up, and they are ruining our month. All right, <laughs> but listen, um, we're planning on doing it some point this week, and it's gonna go geez. up. I okay, think, I think Thursday, March willing, <laughs> it's gonna go up this week. Hopefully you'll get it on Friday. The recording at this point is bound for Thursday. But again, who knows? You know, March might have other plans. <laughs> so when are you guys going to drop the new D&D podcast? Can we get the book club done first? Yeah, let's work on a book club. Let's work on the book club. Uh, and uh, now that uh, I have some more time, I guess JJ is just kind of giving you a little behind the scenes look yeah maybe there's a there may or may not be a D podcast in the works so there you go we'll oh, peek behind the have, curtain but have hush, we not like hush, we, hush. If, i thought no. we've already talked about that on the show <laughs> man well <laughs> you're fine march, get out of here yeah march Woo! <laughs> yeah <laughs> um cool yeah uh I am excited to talk about this next book club. I think we have talked about the game, right? We we publicized yeah. to the okay. Everyone knows the Streets of Rage Four, and I'm excited uh-huh. to talk about because it, it was a fun game. <laughs> and so look forward to that episode. But right now you can get the Metroid Dread one. Uh, we'll talk more about our Patreon later. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Very very much appreciate them folks for allowing us to use their incredible art here um just to give our podcast a nice chill vibe um i love listening to stuff i listened to it a lot today while i was working it was so good so yeah check them out spotify apple music um links are in the show description below and uh well i think it's time to check the mail i'm gonna be honest with you the mailbag <laughs> freaking march just this Friggin month, March. man. It's just, it's March's fault. Just it ain't happening. I had a good one last week. You let me down with the 3DS one. And I right now, along. I'm just like, you did. You did. You committed to the bit until you broke like... it. I know. I just, but I, just I don't have anything this week, man. It's It's yeah. been a day. <laughs> all right. All right. So we are going to check out some listener questions here real quick. We got some fun ones. We got some interesting ones. Here's what, this first one. I actually had to read it to Adrian. I'm like, I don't understand what he's asking here. Do you understand? And when Adrian explains to me, I'm like, oh, that makes much more sense. So, Adrian, did you have to talk really slow when you were trying to get him to understand? That I, I find I was... that helps when I do that to Garrett. <laughs> no, I had to. I needed him to just read it all the way out a couple of times. You know how like. At the spelling bee, they say the word a couple of times, so you know exactly which one they mean. I've, yep, uh, I've done that to him too. That's a great, that's a great move. You're like a teacher at heart, genius. which is what I love. He's a genius. That's why we keep him around here because he's smart. <laughs> um, this first question uh, comes from Kajunior, and he asked, 
Would you rather experience every time you cut yourself while shaving simultaneously or the pain of every time you have stubbed your toe simultaneously? Shaving. Yeah. Man, you didn't even think about yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, you ever broke your toe in the middle of the night? I've come close. I have. Do you ever, have you ever kicked and stubbed your toe so bad on a metal cot bed the day after Thanksgiving that in a house full of Christian people, you scream, holy fudge <laughs> at 5 a.m. in the morning and then, and then proceed to walk to the bathroom? No. Okay. We get it. We get it. You know it. what, Garrett? I'm gonna go with shaving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go with shaving on that one. Yeah. I yeah. I was also already gonna say shaving because I don't really shave much, and when I do, I always use just like a beard trimmer and just kind of do a quick little. Bzz, bzz, bzz. I've yeah. always just had stubble, so like I don't use razors. I think I when I first learned to shave, I used a razor. And it lasts about two months. I use razors like, all the time, baby. Yeah. Yep. I was like, ah, screw it. Like, I'm just going to, like, beard trimmer and just stubble, you know. But uh, I also, like, I have never broke my toe like that, JJ. But I have this story I think I've even told before where I was sprinting across the living room at our home growing up. And uh, me and my dad would, like, play wrestle and stuff or fight or, you know, screw around like that. And I, full force from literally sprinted across the living room kicked as hard as I can was going to pretend to like roundhouse kick him to the face or something clip the edge of the coffee table which the coffee table was like ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know like an 80 pound 90 pound like big old antique chest <laughs> that didn't move <laughs> I kicked that thing as hard as I could my dad was like that could have been my face I'm like it wasn't there. It was my toe, and it hurts. <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> like screaming. I I think I broke it. I did not go to a hospital though. I just kind of walked it off for a couple weeks, and then eventually it was good. But Garrett, Garrett so now tell Adrian so, how so, old yes. you were when that happened. Garrett, he, Garrett was nineteen. He was it 19 was yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I was in my teens. I was probably about fourteen, fifteen when that happened. But okay, yes. all right. If it was like seven year old Garrett, so, yeah. I don't let it pass. So give me all, give me all the pain of shaving. I think the only, t I've only nicked myself a couple, like once or twice my whole life shaving, and it wasn't even bad cuts. So give me all the pain from shaving. Never again do I want to experience kicking that chest again. <laughs> oh man, um, cool. Thanks, Kid Junior. He also has one more for us that I actually really like. If y'all went on tour. Say we did a little podcast tour across the country or maybe even across the world. Maybe we stop in Wales, see our friend uh, Dan James. Maybe we stop in Australia, see, uh, yes, see us first. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if we all went on tour, what would you call the tour? What's our Super Gamer Boys world tour? Oh, it's got to mm. have a name. Yeah, what's the okay. name of our podcast tour? This is a mm. tough one. It is tough. Without being generic, it's a Super Gamer Boys tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I mean... It could be Garrett, Adrian, and JJ do America. No, wait. Is it a... Wait. Is it a... Uh, is it a world tour? 
I mean, we could have an American tour first, and then if that goes well, then we could do. <laughs> uh, we'll call Garrett, it the Adrian Nebraskan and World Tour. Do, do the world. <laughs> uh, that would work. <laughs> we'll call it the the Super Gamer Boys Tour, presented by the Nebraska Zoo. <laughs> yes. Uh, so good. Man, you think they would sponsor? Yeah, you gotta a have a sponsor, or even, or even, have it. or even like a Midwest tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tour the Midwest. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the regions, hey, you know what? I think the Midwest would be a good market for us. Oh man. Okay, yeah, that that it, it's a hard one, but I I just like the idea of of doing a tour with you guys. I can't wait till the day when we're finally big enough and we can do like a podcasting tour like that. that, that that's it's coming. More, it's, I'm excited. Just keep about. your head down, man. It's coming. Whew, I'm excited. Uh, all right. This next question comes from Eddie Martin. He asked, let's keep the Mount Rushmore thing going. I want to hear your Mount Rushmore of video game consoles now. First, the characters. Next, controllers. Now, it's consoles. What are your four top video game consoles? You want to okay. go first, JJ? Yeah, let me, let, me, let me try to shoot at this because, again... The old guy coming in. I'm going to go old guy style. Um, top of the heap, Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. That thing was a juggernaut. You can't beat it. Uh, as far as PlayStations, I would have to throw out the PlayStation 2. I think that the PlayStation 2 stands alone and on top of the whole mountain of all of the PlayStation consoles that have come out so far. Um, three. I agree. Even five. Absolutely. Three. Uh, it just hit different at my age when I was playing video games. There was the colorful, you know, cartoony Nintendo Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3 and all that. And then right after that was the Sega Genesis. And Sega Genesis was so great because it was geared at teenage boys like myself and the blood and the guts. And it was fantastic for what it was. Uh, after that, rounding them out, four... I'm going to go with the Atari 2600. And I know that's a, a controversial pick. A real old man It is pick. an old guy pick. And and Ooh. I can't really play Atari games right now. They're not that great, right? But at the time, it was a very big deal. It was a very big deal, uh, the Atari was. And so I think that like it ushered in a lot of people having a gaming console in their home. And for that, I think that it belongs on the, on the console Mount Rushmore. Okay. All okay. right. Adrian, what do you got for us? Uh, my obvious number one is going to be the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, some call it mm -hmm. Super Nintendo. Some call it SNES. Maniacs call it SNES, SNES or SNES. Don't, um, don't, don't do that. It is, in my opinion, one of, if not the greatest gaming console ever created. Uh, I mean, just look at the library alone. Look at all the innovations that it as a console has brought. We have controller innovations because of that that specific controller. Every every controller since then has taken DNA from that controller and gone forward. Uh, its library has, has inspired, what, thousands of games over decades. You can all trace all their DNA back to Super Nintendo games and, and the inspirations that they gave off. 
And no matter which way you slice it, even if you have a Super NES, if you have an SNES or you have a Super Famicom, the hardware looks sick. Either way. Thank you. Um, so that'd be my number one. Uh, I would have to go with JJ uh, on the PS2 pick. Uh, PS2 is the absolute best PlayStation just based on impact and variety and quality of games. Uh, if you think about how many games came out on PS2 and how good a lot of those games were, uh, same thing as uh, SNES, they inspire to this day a lot of games that have come out and that are being released. Um, it also gave me uh, Kingdom Hearts, which is a real big deal because uh, it's one of my favorite series of all time. 20 years today, right? Um, huh? 20 years 20 today, years right? today yeah. yes man i am an old man <laughs> um uh let's see here uh for three um a lot of people aren't gonna like this pick but well some do some it, 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 the cool kids know my third is gonna be sega dreamcast um that is if you were to ask me what is the best vibe that a console gives off, and I mean, when I say a vibe, I mean like Dreamcast had a certain arcadey slash home graphic style that it that it produced that when you see it, you know it's like a Dreamcast game because it's it's I don't know how to explain it, but you you know what I'm talking about, right? Like if you see a soul caliber yeah. or you see a jet set radio or you see you know these different games you know it's a dreamcast game and i feel like that was sega's definitely most creative period because they had to fight the hardest to stay in the game unfortunately it didn't work out for them um but that system to me represents what sega is as a company as far as their creativity and i don't think that they've ever reached that peak since um, they've definitely gone scaled up. I'd say from Genesis, that was definitely a high point for them. But going forward, I think as far as Sega's creativity, I think Dreamcast stands at the top. Um, and then to round it out, I would be remiss if I didn't say Game Boy Advance. Uh, so to this bad. day, I, I will fight anyone to say that it's the best handheld that there has ever been. Um, it's got an incredible library games that to this day a lot of console games are not as good as um many rpgs aren't as good are as you Golden not Sun. considering switch um, a handheld i do not i consider it a, a hybrid i consider <clears throat> it a home console that you could take with you um because it's not portable enough on its own to take it with you mm -hmm. And just have it right like i can fold up my sp and put it in my pocket, pocket. and it's the entire yeah. system i have to put the switch in a case or put it in my backpack or something like that to carry it with me so it is portable but i don't consider it like a handheld mm -hmm. or anything like that you can play it handheld but it's a home console that you're playing in a handheld mode fair enough um mm -hmm. so yeah uh i mean it a very wide variety of games and think about the impact that it had when it was really only on the market for about three years everybody knows what a game boy advance is when you talk to them so really? that's that's my years? four hmm 
01 I, I, it's active years i would say will be 01 to 04 wow seems like a lot longer but because the sp yeah. came out in like 04 and then right not a whole whole lot came out after that so i'm saying like it's it's peak years was probably yeah 01 to 04 yeah but look at the impact it made in just that short amount of time because ds came in right after that and and smashed it Mm. man so crazy um yeah for me uh i'd have to say ps1 would be up there um i don't know there's just so many like like i agree with both of you on the ps2 but there's also still so much like foundation that was built with the PS one with like some of the franchises we still have and love today even. Um, so yeah, I, 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 and being one of the more successful, like first disc based consoles. I mean, I know Adrian might fight me because of, you know, Dreamcast and stuff like that, but that's why I threw in the successful, <laughs> like, you know, they, 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 they did I, it. No, and it I, I'm fully, it I'm fully aware. Yeah. I'm fully yeah, that aware. That almost sounded like a shot think, right now. I just want you to know. I didn't mean it to be. I didn't Look, mean it to be. I'm no, trying to, I, I, will, I will admit, here. I'll be the first to admit Dreamcast was a failure, but I still think it's one of the best consoles that's ever been created, yeah. but that's just me. <laughs> um, so a PS one for sure. Um, GameCube for me. I even solid I, pick. That was almost in mine. Yeah, I, I even though I had the least, I probably put the least amount of hours and and owned the least amount of games for that console in my lifetime. I still have so much nostalgia for it though. Like just those few games that I played, like I absolutely adored. As we talked about last week, the controller is incredible. Like there's just so much about it that that whole time in the nintendo realm that was just so magical i don't know there's just something about it like oh man like everything's fresh and new and cool and oh man we got this cube shaped console that has these awesome huge 3d games and all this stuff um you know just amped up what we had with you know n64 and everything so gamecube would be number two um for me I'm also I'm gonna have another Nintendo one on there. Switch I think should be up there. I think Switch is absolutely just like blown everything out of the water with what it's capable of. Like maybe it's not the mm-hmm. most powerful console in the galaxy, like Xbox claims with the Series X and everything. But I'll tell you what, it has incredible experiences that you can take on the go, and it's just as in most cases, like ninety percent of the time, it's the same experience TV or in handheld mode feels so good and again like they're bringing back some beloved franchises with both you know remakes and hd remasters of these games as well as a totally new takes and new new sequels to them so i'm loving the switch switch would have to be up there for me and number four xbox 360 um i i just had some incredible experiences that was my first xbox console and and I also feel like that's really where Xbox got its footing. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You look at their sales numbers. They just demolished PS3 that that uh, that generation. So I think 360 would have to be up there um, just for that huge slate of um, games they had and all the new, like, that was the start of a lot of huge franchises that Xbox is still, you know, continuing on today. A lot of them started with 360. So, yeah, that would be my picks. Boy, a yeah, lot of dude. solid picks here. It's, it's, I feel like you I can't go say, wrong, but, but still. Like, I was going to say a lot of solid picks. 
the only one I'm shaking on, and I'm sorry, JJ, is the Atari, man. I, I can't. Atari. Okay. That, uh, okay. I picked that again because of its cultural Because he's old. Uh, oh. Place. Oh. I, and I, I'm with yeah. you. It wasn't because it's like I would superior. say the NES had more of an impact. Well, well I, I wasn't saying it like it was a superior machine or anything like that, but like they no. honestly was the first system that but, like was just mass produced and put in almost every home in America. So that's that's why I think that it should be. Yeah. You know, you guys don't remember everybody having I mean, those in their house, but I. But do, JJ, you know. JJ, did the Atari have an entire movie made about it, like The Wizard? I don't I don't think it did like it did for the NES. You know, I'm just I'm just okay. saying, you know, there was Did the Game Boy Advance entire ever have news that articles Wiz about how made? No, but it was a Nintendo product. <laughs> okay, dang it. I hate it when you're right, it Adrian. Was in tons of TV I hate shows. it when you're right. <laughs> oh man. Um No, I I would just argue and you already have it in your list, so you're good, but I I'd say the NES is way more of a cultural impact than oh, Atari. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. I remember watching our right. old, old reports about how uh, pervasive the NES was. That like, what was it like? Eighty percent of North American homes had one. It at one point, it's like good grief. Yep. It was it was huge. That's crazy. Yeah, and usually it was kept in the living room. You didn't get to like take it to your bedroom. So because it was for the whole family like the Famicom. So right. you would leave it in the living room yep. and you only get to play it right there in front of the family and stuff like that. That was most childhood homes in the eighties that I remember. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. That's just how it was done. And don't suck. Cause they're going to make fun of you. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> you know what? I kind of, I, I miss that aspect. Now I think most of us keep gaming systems in our living rooms and play the gaming systems in our living rooms, everybody. But I miss like the kids playing yeah, on those. Jokes on you! I don't have a huh? living room. <laughs> it's a joke yeah, on you. Yeah. I don't have a living well, room. Well, <laughs> but I miss I miss like the kids just playing it in the living room in front of everybody to see. So you know, like Lee, he he gets into his you know Fortnite, and uh, he's going to be an eventual basement dweller because he just hangs out in his room and he's <laughs> playing his Xbox, and that's uh, he's just staying in his lane. It's like, man, I, I feel like I haven't seen him in months. <laughs> you know. Like we live in the same house, so. Jeez. Tell them welcome to the club, <laughs> yeah. son. <laughs> oh man! All right, this next question it comes from Sir Prince a lot, and uh, he asked um, if the Super Gamer Boys were a musical group. What genre of music would you guys play, and who plays what instrument? Uh, <laughs> pop punk. So JJ could smash the guitar. Okay, I do like that. See, and I was gonna say blues, mm-hmm. and uh, I could see, I could see me doing like a harmonica. Um, I'm gonna say okay. Adrian okay. on the sax, and then all right, uh, Garrett. Now, do I wear the Bill Clinton shades? Oh, you, dude, yeah, you have to. <laughs> like, you have to. Okay, uh, I just no, wanted to make yeah, sure you, you have to, uh, and you got to lean into it. You know, there's got to be a whole lot of leaning while you're doing. I don't, you know, <laughs> fully lean, almost touching the back. You know, you're back to the ground. And then uh, Garrett, uh, easy to play the skin flute. I see. Uh, we're we're experimental, huh? Oh yeah. We have our we have an experimental yep. sound. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're not opposing this, Garrett. I'm 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 proud of you. You're, I, uh, you're willing to. 
I mean, I'll, to, I'll I to, guess I'll give it a shot. I was hoping to, you know, maybe like a little ta -ta 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 little drums or something, but you know, I'll, I guess I'll play whatever JD gives me. Be playing with a stick, all right. <laughs> I love later when Garrett goes to Google what a skin flute is, and he's like, "Hey!" And then you're gonna get in trouble for looking at those kind of websites. But you know, hey. Yeah. He still has the, the the parental controls on JJ. He's That's, good. You know what? Good point. <laughs> yeah. That's Safe why his search. parents came Safe back. Search. They had to update the parental controls, and they're like, "All right, we're good. See you later, Gary." I do remember him calling them and yeah, trying to get I, them to give I, him the I code over the, the phone. I figured out the password. Yeah, the... yeah, I figured it out on my own. They had to come change it. Um, <laughs> no, I like Adrian's idea. I like the pop punk. Then get 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 JJ on uh on on guitar, just shredding it. Uh, Adrian would be on on drums, and then Absolutely. I'd be up there just grooving on the bass. <laughs> now, can any of us play any of those instruments, or are we going to have to do a uh, Milli Vanilli? I can play bass. That's why I put myself on bass. I can so kind of. I, I can play a basic drum. I can I can keep you on beat. That's about <laughs> it. No flourish, but I can keep you all the way through. I got a good. I'm in the pocket a lot. I mm -hmm. can do it. There we go. There we go. So really, it's just going to be a whole lot of noise from JJ. <laughs> His solo. <laughs> I go all the way up to the top. I'm going to I'm going to be total like Jack Black in uh, in that movie School of Rock. where I'm like, all right, this is School the part Rock. where I take I a 12 minute movie. solo right here and I just shred. You know, <laughs> <laughs> with the tongue out and everything. <laughs> I think actually it must be. It, it sounds like more like we're kiss. Than a pop punk. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, let's do you, it. I'm not, I'm not mad. Do you at see it. how I'll happy Garrett got paint, paint at the up. thought of being able to wear makeup? Like, I mean, I've never seen anybody smile that that deeply. That was awesome, man. No, I'm just ready to like <laughs> cut my tongue. Oh, no. You know, doesn't the one have like the split tongue or whatever? Now you no. know you can't put it back if you cut it, right? No. Uh, what what band is that? There there's a band. One of the someone in it has like I don't know, man. Probably like Slayer or, well, or Nine Inch Nails. Or the one of the those. rumor is is that Gene Simmons, the Demon of Kiss, has the uh, the underside of his tongue cut so that his tongue is longer. But that's just a you know a uh, wife's tale, okay. not you know okay. not necessarily true. But it's one of those like myths about him. Yeah. Wives yeah. would know. <laughs> Wives would know. Um, all right. This last question comes to us from Boba Fletch. He asks, you have to become a professional athlete or your family will die. Which Wii Sports Resort sport do you choose to master? <laughs> so you have to, I, apparently you're becoming a professional athlete in Wii Sports Resort. So, uh, and if you don't know what we some of those not. games are, it's archery, I love the idea of somebody bowling. coming into my house and like, <laughs> Tying up my family and being like, "You better pick right now. What <laughs> game in Wii Sports would you be good at?" That does sound like kind of. <laughs> or a, I'm blowing them it's all a away. Weird world. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love this world. Uh, canoeing, cycling, frisbee, golf, power cruising, sword play, table tennis, wakeboarding. It's all sorts of crazy things. My pick is definitely. Uh, Oh, that's I what I was, was gonna like say, man. It was game, frisbee. Right? There, I think there's yeah, a frisbee golf. Yeah, I bet mode. it was what you were gonna say. Because, dude, totally I smoked a lot of weed. It's like, like the, it's the perfect weed smoking, like you know, sport. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, it's interesting because I could have swore I had like a premonition, and I saw all I saw was Garrett. You're gonna do sword play, aren't you? I knew it. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> 
So which one are you choosing, uh, no. Adrian? Uh, wasn't boxing one of the Wii Sports? So it is in the original one, but not Wii Sports Resort. Oh, it's a resort one? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was just Wii Sports, all of Wii Sports in general. Reason. I think I mean, I'd be pretty good at I, the... Uh, what? If I, if, if I could modify the question, yes, I'd say any Wii Sports. But you know what? That's a Boba Fletch. He's not here because right. he doesn't listen uh, to the show. I, what's the one where you're wearing the headgear and you have like the the noodle and you're like trying to knock what? the other person off into the water? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't it's really one actually... of the one I saw it in the trailer. Uh, is that is that the swordplay one? Maybe because I'm. Lo- I am I am looking it's at It's not fencing, right? No. I am I'm looking at the fandom page for Wii Sports Resort and they had yeah, archery, basketball, bowling, canoeing, cycling, frisbee, golf, power cruising, sword play and table tennis and wakeboarding. So, right. I guess it's one of the sword play things. Sorry, Garrett, I, I got to take sword play away from you. That's fine. I'm fr- I'm frolfing, man. All for the frolf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, that wraps it up for the questions this week. Thank you so much for writing in. Remember, if you have questions for us, silly, serious, video game related or not, uh, you can send them to us through social media at Super Gamer Boys or just one of our personal accounts, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Um, or uh, join our Discord. It's uh, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. And uh, we have a lot of fun throughout the week just chit-chatting about the episodes, games we're playing in we're starting a sports league apparently fantasy baseball uh i don't know anything about baseball but i told eddie yes i'm in i will play fantasy baseball with you so i don't know what that entails uh but i will uh, look at the <laughs> scores every week yeah, supergamerboys.com slash uh, uh discord go check that out and we have a mailbag channel there we can leave your questions now it's time for the nerdy it's news. now time for the nerdy news all righty, this week we have a couple couple fun news stories. I'm pretty excited about this first one. After watching the trailer, I had no idea it happened. Adrian dropped the trailer in the Discord, got super hyped. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, a 4v1 asymmetrical multiplayer game announced. It's written by Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. Friday the 13th and Predator Hunting Ground developer Ilphonic has revealed Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, a new 4v1 asymmetrical multiplayer game that's set to be released on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One in Q4 of 2022, so just later this year. In Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, you will have the chance to put on a proton pack, grab a ghost trap, and monitor the trusty PKE meter as a Ghostbuster in a team of four brave souls pursuing ghastly ghost terrorizing public locations. Your mission as a Ghostbuster is simple. Find the ghost, blast them with the streams from the particle thrower, tether them in place, and then shut them in the trap when the timing is right. The ghost, on the other hand, will have to use their abilities to fly and teleport between rifts, possess objects to hide in plain sight, and use the power of slime and summoning ghoulish minions to win the day. And yes, you will get to play as a slimer ghost. Before the match... Yeah, yeah. Before the match, players will be able to hang out in the firehouse from the films and customize both their Ghostbusters and Ghost, upgrade their equipment and abilities, and even practice their skills with the particle thrower. Furthermore, players will also be able to talk to Winston Zedmore, once again 
voiced by Ernie Hudson to acquire missions or to Dan Aykroyd's Ray stance uh, at Ray Occult, Ray's Occult Books to learn some busting wisdom. While the game does support solo play offline with or without AI, cross-platform multiplayer will ensure Ghostbusters and Ghosts will be able to play together regardless of which platform they choose. Ghostbusters is one of the most beloved IPs in the world, so we are pulling out all the stops to make something special and accessible to this diverse fan base, said Charles Brungart, CEO of Elthonic. If you're someone who loves the movies or asymmetrical multiplayer games, this was made for you. So, thoughts on this, boys? What are you, what are you thinking? It looks awesome. I saw that trailer, and I couldn't believe it. It it finally feels like somebody's making a worthy follow-up to that original Ghostbusters game that came out a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, 4v1 is a perfect idea for this. I can't believe nobody thought about that, uh, to have a team of four Ghostbusters and and versus one ghost. And somebody gets to play as a ghost, too. That's awesome. Um, yeah, as soon as I announced like that, show, like, huh? hey, you can you can play as the ghost. Like, I was like, yeah. I'm in. I just want to play as the That's ghost all awesome. the time. Like, yeah, it'll be fun um, to be Ghostbuster, but I also can't wait to, like, spook some people <laughs> as a ghost. Absolutely. Oh, man, trolling as the ghost is going to be so good. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> no, it looks, like, um, it looks like a blast. I'd also like to... Yeah. Um, I'd also like to shout out uh, that this game, uh, if you are a uh rooster teeth fan uh, you may be aware of the um comedy gaming channel funhouse um this game was actually written by two of its uh founding members um well not founding one of its founding members and his wife um james and elise willems uh who i am a very huge fan of their um i guess work <laughs> is the is the best way to most encompassing way to put it um they were a um, half and half duo on this team, and I trust them exp- it, implicitly. I guess is the word. I don't know big words, um, but I know that they're very good at what they do, and I know that they care a lot about making good stuff. So I'm definitely looking forward to playing the story mode on this game. So, did either of the two of you guys play the original Ghostbusters game that came out a few years ago? I know it's like five bucks or something at at ev- at every GameStop. Yeah. What are your guys' impressions of it? Because I never pulled the trigger just feeling like it it's going to suck, you know? I would say it definitely has the mechanics of a PS3, Xbox 360 era game. So if you played it during that time, it felt state-of-the-art. Um, now, they have gone through on the re-release and reworked a lot of things as far as, like, controls and visuals and upscaling and stuff like that. So I don't think it would be as jarring to play. Um, I would say if if you can find it for like five bucks, it's it's absolutely worth the money. And they have all the original cast voicing their roles. So was too. there not a Ghostbusters game that came out during like the PS4 era? Mm-mm. Okay, so that was just a no. The, they the that it, one it was, was, a was released oh, during okay. yeah. It was remastered during the PS4 era. Okay, but this is the first like full Ghostbusters project to come out after that game that involves the original cast and, and has like the full backing of the Ghostbusters, you know, um, team and, and brand and I, stuff like that. Now, now I do wish there was an actual like story mode. Cause from what I can tell it has offline play, but it's like, it says solo offline play 
but it doesn't necessarily say story mode. So I'm kind of bummed about that, but yeah. I don't I don't care. Like the gameplay yeah. itself, like from the trailer, it looks like yeah, so much huge, fun. Huge uh, fan yes. of the IP. And I don't know if you guys saw the, yes. the most recent uh, Ghostbusters movie, but wonderful. Loved it. Wonderful. They did such a great job. After yeah, that still, atrocious still abortion of a movie that, that was the female version of it, this thing was fantastic. And I think they paid perfect respect to like the original two films uh, with this last with this last one. So I hope that some of that spirit is in this game. But yeah, I saw the preview to this, the trailer. I thought it looked fantastic. I can't wait to play it myself. Yeah, looks like a good one. Super excited about that. Uh, and also, if you're excited about uh, new game announcements, well, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that a new Witcher game is in development, and it will use Unreal Engine 5. Now, I'm not necessarily a huge Witcher fan. I've only played, like, a few hours of Witcher 3, which from what I'm told is actually just the tutorial. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I was more interested in the fact that they're gonna look to use Unreal Engine 5 in this. I'm super stoked for that. But this article coming from IGN, also written by Adam Bankhurst. Adam's on a freaking roll over there. He's a man. Um, <laughs> CD Projekt Red has confirmed that a new Witcher game is currently in development and that it will use Unreal Engine 5. While not much has been revealed about this upcoming game, the announcement did confirm that this new game will be kicking off a new saga for the franchise and a new technology partnership with Epic Games. No development time frame or release date were given either, but CD Projekt Red did share a teaser image that features a medallion and the phrase, A New Saga Begins. CD Projekt did state, however, that we are not planning on making the game exclusive to one storefront, despite working together with Epic. There was also no word as to whether Geralt... Geralt? Is that right? I've never played the game, Geralt, so I don't yeah. know. Uh, Rivia would star in the new saga, but the medallion does appear to be a similar fashion to Geralt... Geralt... Geralt's, I'm thinking too much about it now. Wolf medallion. That is just <laughs> one of those that were given. You know, one of those things like you say a word too many times and it doesn't sound like a word. That's what's happening with this name. Um, uh, cannons from the school wolf, wolf after they pass from the trial of the grasses. The medallion is covered in snow, so it could be one from the school of cat or a new school altogether. But we will have to wait to find out. The move to Unreal Engine 5 is also notice, no, notable as CD Projekt Red had used their own proprietary Red Ending technology to build their game since The Witcher 2 Assassins of Kings. So there it kind of goes on and on talking about nitty gritty of the, all the technology and stuff. But I have a couple thoughts on this and questions, I guess, for you guys is um, the first one being... Uh, why are they why are they working on this when they should have all hands on deck to fix cyberpunk or do you th I, I guess I here, was I, just getting ready to go there but but okay but, but let me actually pose that as a question <clears throat> do you think they're it's something where maybe I'm trying to I'm having talk may do you think they've given up hope on cyberpunk maybe that that's that's my first question and then my second one is um do you think they're switching to unreal because cyberpunk broke their other engine <laughs> and they're like we just need to start we use something that works so those are my two questions like do you think they've given up all hope on cyberpunk and then do you think the switch to unreal is because they've realized like okay we've maxed out our engine we made a garbage game we need something better if you, it's hard to, it's know. hard to say i, I want to say as far as give up on 
in a simple way, yes, they've given up on it. I think that you've gotten as much juice out of the berry as is possible with uh, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah, it's, but... it is very little, but I don't, I don't see them getting any more juice out of it. So everybody who wanted to play it or was going to play it has already done so, right? And there's a handful of people who haven't, but there's nothing that they're going to pump into 2077 that's going to make anybody go crazy for it and it's going to like have a new resurgence of people buying the game or playing the game. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, they're just, I think they're just cutting their losses and going, okay, move on, something new, something fresh. Let's, let's you know, start making something else happen here because they're, they've gotten all the money they're going to really get out of Cyberpunk 2077 that they're going to get. As far as uh, your other question, yeah, I don't know. That's more of like a smart guy yeah. question for like Adrian. Smart guy question. Well, no, it is. I mean, think about <laughs> it. Like you're that that's a very yeah. hard thing to answer. Wow. Yeah. I and, I and my thought behind it though is just because like the fact that they've been using it since Witcher 2 and they have a pretty big kind of failure on their hands with Cyberpunk. Um, and a lot of it seemed to be weird glitchy stuff, which I imagine was connected to the game engine. I, that's that, that was my kind of path with that question there is like I wonder if A plus B here mate does it actually equal C here is it just like hey we've realized we've gone beyond what our engine was capable of and instead of redesigning an entirely new engine why not just take this incredible technology that's right here that we can just grab throw our stuff in I think and, everybody's going to be going you know, to Unreal killer game. so <laughs> especially after that Matrix demo like uh -huh. it's gorgeous like it's absolutely beautiful. So it seems silly not to use Unreal 5, honestly, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Adrian, but. Um, if they haven't given up on Cyberpunk, this is not a good move because it says to me, uh, I infer that from a move like this that they have given up. Um, I don't know if this was the best move to announce this right now when you're still in hot water about cyberpunk. Granted, most people have, I mean, the, the zeitgeist has moved on. Uh, I think everybody's yeah. gotten their good dig at cyberpunk or, you know, decided one way or the other that they're going to play it or they're not like JJ said, but I don't know. I just feel like if I'm working at that company, I, I'm I'm not talking about my next thing until my current thing is at a state where, you know, when I have to go back and I have to talk about this in 10 years, I want to be able to say, yeah, you know, everything we make is a banger. Uh, Witcher one or Witcher two, Witcher three, Cyberpunk, you know, but I don't run that company. Right. So maybe they are just cutting their losses um let's get cyberpunk stable we already have a full campaign yeah we told people there was multiplayer coming but forget it at this point we might as well just burn that bridge and then just move on to the next thing that's what it sounds yeah. like and, yeah i mean in, in in all fairness i guess this headline it doesn't really clarify in the article but in development could also mean like a couple writers started having coffee every Tuesday to talk about a potential story. Like, that's right. true. really, like it might not like somebody was in the have... shower this morning when it was like, you know what? We could do another Witcher game. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in all fairness, they could, this could still be 
fully like all hands on deck for cyberpunk and really it's just like the the people who don't have anything to work on right now like okay like right now it's all the technology stuff we don't necessarily need writers for cyberpunk those people can be working on witcher while all the technical stuff is going on with with cyberpunk so maybe that's what's going on i imagine that's probably what's going on but but still it does seem kind of crazy to like so quickly especially with look. the way they normally do their games like i feel like like games for like cd project red usually takes their time so the, the fact that cyberpunk's you know barely a year old year and a, year and a couple year and some change and they're already like okay yep let's move on to the next thing um yeah, it's just not very CD Projekt Red of them, I feel like, because, yeah, they usually have longer development times on things. But I don't know. We'll see. We will uh, find out, I guess. I'm, again, excited about Unreal Engine 5 after that Matrix demo. Holy cow. Like, I just want to see yeah. everything in Unreal 5. Give me give me everything. So good. All right, and this last news story comes to us from Bloomberg. Jason Trier over there writes... Sony to unveil PlayStation subscription as soon as next week. Now, you've already heard our predictions on previous episodes. You kind of know our thoughts of what we think it might be, what could be part of it, all this. Um, there's some new rumors, though. And again, this episode comes out to the public on Wednesday. So you might get this and very might well might happen. 99% of the time, Sony drops their news on Tuesday. So come tomorrow for us and yesterday for everyone else who listens. You probably already know the answer to this. Um, but apparently Sony Group uh, is preparing to introduce the new game subscription service for PlayStation as early as next week, which this was written last week, so any day now. Uh, said someone familiar with the plans. The service, which has been in development under the codename Spartacus, is Sony's answer to Microsoft Corp's uh, Xbox Game Pass, a sort of Netflix, blah, blah, blah. It seems like, yeah, there's not much new updates as far as what's going to be included in it but yeah just a heads up keep an eye out for that news if and, and i imagine if it doesn't happen this week who knows maybe it is next week uh it'll get kind of delayed but um i just want to kind of reiterate i'm really excited about this like i feel like we've talked about it before i don't know if i actually even said that out loud like i am really excited about this service because i've been a huge uh advocate for playstation uh now specifically like i love playstation plus obviously i've had it for years and years and years and have literally hundreds of games that i've gotten for free through it fantastic um playstation now is fantastic both the ps4 games that you can download that selection and then the ps3 and ps2 games that you can stream absolutely incredible so i've always been a huge it wasn't always that good i know yeah and i know it hasn't always been that good but the last few years haven't been that bad so for us to get the next iteration of that. Okay, what's the next iteration that has even better technology, a bigger catalog, maybe a more, you know, some, yeah, a wider range of newer games, whatever that looks like. I'm just really excited about this. And yeah, so I just want to kind of get your guys's, like, do a little litmus test, because I feel like we've all yeah. talked about it in previous episodes, but what's your excitement level? Like uh, from like a, a zero out of 10 scale or whatever, like, are you excited about this at all? You're kind of like, yeah, no, I, I am. I'm, I'm at like a seven right now. I actually really, I I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they can, you know, come to the table with uh, something that's similar to game pass with an incredible library and compete coming forward, ready to compete. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that, but that's the hope, you know? And I, 
I think competition is good. You know, if if PlayStation ran away with this, you know, PlayStation 5, um, you know, era while the Series S and Series X were sucking, PlayStation 5 wouldn't be all that great. It, the fact that they are competing so heavily for that that space i think it's good it's good it it breeds innovation mm -hmm. having competition like yeah. that you know and originally we garrett garrett and i were hesitant you know like wow xbox their their games don't look that great and you know what, what are they what are they talking about they're just gonna they're gonna have the same old crap and you know what they were right their their whole push and uh, angling everything towards Game Pass was super intelligent. And they became a fan favorite with gamers everywhere. So I think that PlayStation needs to do that. I think they need to give back to their to their uh, fan base that, that loves them and show a little love back. And I think that if they, if they try to compete with a PlayStation type of Game Pass that is priced well and everything else uh i think it's going to lure a lot of those gamers that are on the fence yeah cool what are you thinking adrian what are you feeling um as far as uh, i agree with jj as far as competition in the industry is concerned i i think this is going to be an excellent move competition always breeds innovation um however i'm still sticking to my guns of what we were saying before is that playstation can want to make a competitor to game pass all day but as long as they don't have that uh day one release like like game pass has and as long as they don't have the um the uh back catalog that a microsoft has or that they've invested the work into it's just not gonna compete in my eyes um and i feel like they really want this to be a thing and i think that they know that they can't get by on just the game pass without the the headliners right they need headliners for this to succeed to draw people in and the, the best way to do that is to say we got ps4 slash ps5 uh, exclusives coming out day and date for no charge yeah and and so. i i did i do remember now too that um at, i i noticed here, here at the end of the article apparently with people familiar with the the new plan um it's not expected to feature its biggest titles on the day they came out the upcoming god of war ragnarok for example is unlikely to be offered on the stream platform so like already right away like they're yeah, they've kind of like set in stone, like, hey, we're not doing that, which is a would would actually really make them competitive to Game Pass. And kind of, it you know, would, but you know how much money they'd be leaving on the table, and I think that's where they're at. They're unwilling to take the big loss yeah. of the the financial windfall. They've already got people who are playing the PlayStation Five and who are playing the PlayStation Four. So I I can see why. I don't see it as a as a as a as a hit though. Because it, Microsoft's not taking a hit when they put their games on there, right? If you think about what they would make from a game on day one versus what the revenue that they get from, from Game Pass alone, 
I feel like they're raking in way more than they would have if they just let the games be out there on the shelf. Uh, Game Pass has about 30 million active subscribers now. So at about $15 a month, you know, you're raking in a pretty good chunk of change. I feel like more than you probably ever see if you just let the game sit on the yeah. shelf. Yeah, sorry, your, your audio is a little janky. It's kind of kind of hard to hear you. But what I'm picking up, like, yeah, it sounds like um you're right yeah they right they don't necessarily make all the all the sales in the games but the amount of consistent customers they would have with you know yeah sub- subscribers or people who yeah they subscribe each month like even though it's less like okay they're not spending the 70 bucks on a game it's 15 bucks a month but again like playstation 5 games aren't coming out every month but people are paying 15 bucks every month you how, know? so it's like that adds yeah, up how how many subscribers are currently uh involved with game pass is that are those analytics out like about uh yeah about 30 million uh, yeah i think it's between like 25 and 30 million it looks like that's a lot of cheddar yeah yeah so I, yeah. I I think I would take the sacrifice of putting my my games on there, my day one games, because I'm, I'm gonna make whatever that they were gonna make in their lifespan and then some in a couple of months. So <laughs> that's just me though. Yeah. Man, crazy. So yeah, look forward to that news again with with our luck. Uh, that'll drop tomorrow and uh, Wednesday when everyone listens to this the whole public they're gonna be like what are you talking about you idiots it's already been announced and it sucks or it's amazing it's the greatest thing ever (laughs) right I I always hope yeah you never want you never (laughs) want something to suck right you never want a game to suck you never want a service to to suck but sometimes they do it just it be like that sometimes yep yep alrighty fantastic um so it is that's it for the nerdy nudes this week thank you so much for uh sitting with me here through that uh i'm excited i love i love video game news i love video games and uh and that's why we do a video game podcast but i'm also really excited about this next segment you guys know what it is super indie boys from adrian it's been a couple weeks since we've got one of these so give it to us ladies and gentlemen who have access to either an Xbox console or to a PC. Have a seat. Let me tell you a little bit about a a tiny little independent game that a lot of us have been waiting on for years at this point called Tunic, which I'm not ashamed to say is probably the best tribute to the Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, that we probably have ever had. So, Tunic takes you into the shoe, puts you into the shoes of a little fox character uh, who, just like Link, has on his green hero robes. He goes on his journey. I really don't want to give too much away because I really feel like you need to be there to let it all hit you. Because it has another element that that Link to the Past did not sprinkled into it. Um, the combat combat mechanics are super well done. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous game, especially if you're playing it on a Series S or X. Uh, fluid, runs really fast, really well designed. I was telling Garrett 
Um, one thing that I really, really dig about this is the attention to detail, of course. Uh, but one of the collectibles is actually the game manual itself. And I know what you're saying. Oh, that sounds pretty lame. Psych! <laughs> it's done in the style of a game manual from the Super Nintendo era. And what I mean by that is there's illustrations, there's button guides, there's pages that have lore about the game and the world, but they're all done in the language of the inhabitants of that world. So you can infer what's going on from the pages, but at the same time, it looks just like uh, a, a insert that you would get. You know, when you get a new game and you're riding home and you're reading the manual, it's one of those. And it's super high quality scans of each page. And it is incredibly, it's, it's done with so much love. You could just tell. And that's the whole thing about this game. It's a tribute game for sure, but it does its own thing. It stands on its own. But you can tell that the people who made this game have a whole lot of love and respect for the Zelda series. Trust me on this. If you have Game Pass, even if you don't have Game Pass and you have an Xbox or you have a PC, I think it's also on Steam, if I'm not mistaken. Do not miss this game. And that's all I got. So it is on Game Pass. It is. Okay. That's all I need to know. But it, even if you don't have Game Pass, it's absolutely worth the money. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I, well, I put down Elden first. Ring for that game, by the way. That's how good it is. You put down Elden Ring to play Tunic. Crazy. Yes. And Kirby and, and, and other things. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Adrian is just crazy. Put down Elden Ring. That's blasphemy. No one puts down Elden Ring. Elden Ring puts you down. <laughs> oh, it has. Trust me. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for that, for that, Adrian. I appreciate it. Uh, I definitely need to go check it out. I just didn't know it was on Game Pass. I don't know how I missed that. For some reason, I thought yep. it was not. So now I need to go download it onto my PC. All right. Now it is time for that part of the show where we talk about our Patreon. So we're going to go to the ad right now. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. All right, go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and uh, throw us a buck or two or 10 or 15, 20, 30, 50. I don't know. We have obviously specific tiers you can support us at, but I, I noticed the other day there's actually a way you can just hit other and you can type in any amount you want. So go ahead and support us for 100 bucks a month. That'd be fantastic. I'd love you. Or 1,000 or 10. Or 1,000. That'd be cool. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboy. Starting at just a buck a month, you can support us over there. Again, episodes early and ad-free, such as this very show 
right after if we finish recording i try to edit it pump it out as fast as possible for you all to listen to um if you are missing the live stream at twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys um you can also get our super gamer book club episodes early and ad free two months early so the metroid dread episode is up now and march willing next friday (laughs) this friday there will be a new one so uh april 1st maybe we'll see maybe april will make a fool out of us <laughs> we'll see don't uh, say that don't bring that energy into <laughs> april please oh man uh but yeah support us over there we appreciate it like i said episodes early and ad free another tier has our show notes so you can see exactly what we're going to be talking about what's going on uh what else do we have shout outs on the show for our sponsor tier if you become a patreon producer you can pitch us segments for the show and we'll give it a shot. We'll give it the old college try. We'll do a little, uh, what do they call it, a pilot. You know, we, we did uh, Tall Tales with JJ. Since been canceled, but you know what? We gave it the old college try. We gave it everything we had. And, you don't uh, have to say it so abruptly. You could just say we retired yeah, it. We kinda, we finished it was, the season. Good you grief. You kind of said it really hurtful, but that's, you know, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> uh, hey. I I didn't say we canceled JJ. I just said we canceled we, the segment. We finished the pilot program. <laughs> we finished you know. The pilot. Okay, I apologize. I got I your back, JJ. I apologize both to JJ and Kajoma who pitched the segment. I did not mean that to be so uh, biting. I meant it more just it's <laughs> you know some all good things. We finished Tall Tales with JJ and we got that trash <laughs> out of here. That's, that's, you might as well go ahead here. and say that. That's what you, Get hey. out of here. Um, <laughs> so, so now we got room for something I'm good, sorry. you know. Another, another. yeah, we got we got room for another good segment, not a <laughs> trash. Um, so we we appreciate everyone who supports us over there currently, and everyone who's in the future. So go ahead, check it out, see what we got. We love to keep making bigger and better things. We can't do it without your guys' support. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Gaming. Is that what it's called? <sighs> Prime Gaming. Dang it! Ah, <laughs> freaking hey! Prime Gaming. <laughs> Every week, Come it's been on, months. Man. Why can't I figure this out? Uh, if you if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means that you can shoot us a free subscription. Go ahead and throw it right at our channel. Slap our channel upside the head with that free subscription. I'd appreciate it. You get some sweet emotes, uh, such as our faces, um, doing various goofy poses and faces and wiggles <laughs> and stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's all I got for the ad. Let's let's move on with the show. <laughs> Alrighty, what you guys been playing? JJ, give it to me. The only thing I got to play was I played uh, on the Xbox Series S. Um, Game Pass had the Matrix game that you could play a little bit of, and so I got to get into that a little bit. And I don't know if you guys have checked that thing out, but it's absolutely unbelievable. It's beautiful, and man, they just went all out on this game. I can't wait to be able to play the full thing. So if you guys get an opportunity on Game Pass, uh, The Matrix, uh, there's just like a brief portion of the game that you can play. And really, it's like a demo. It's really great. Like, I think anybody who plays is going to love it. That's the that's the Unreal 5 thing mm-hmm. you're talking about? 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I I can't imagine that'll. I, I guess I don't know. They haven't formally announced that they have any plans to expand that into a full game. But as a tech demo for Unreal Five, like you no, know, yeah, hundred percent. That's it's, not it's a full game. But, I thought it was going to be a full game coming out. Oh wow! I don't think so. I think I think it was just created because the movie yeah. was coming out and they just That's wanted to show off crazy. the Unreal technology. It was more like a tech demo for Unreal Engine more than it was anything for the okay. movie. I think, from what okay. I understand. But if that's um, the case, go play it know. now while it's there because it it is unbelievable. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you checked that out finally because yeah, I, that's that's why I'm so stoked about uh, like Witcher and other. Uh, CD Projekt Red projects switching over to Unreal 5 because it's blows yeah. your mind. It's so gorgeous. Um, Adrian, what have you been playing? Uh, as I said before, I've been playing a, a good amount of the old Tunic. Um, and I mentioned that I put down Elden Ring. And while it was for Tunic, everybody... Grab hold of your seats because I'm getting ready to drop a bomb on you. <clears throat> okay. I'm holding. Last week, I mentioned that it had been a little over five years since I had traveled back to the vast, green, icy, desert, sky based lands of Hyrule. And let me tell you, this past week, I laced up both my boots, Did it. I grabbed my sword and shield, and I stepped right back out of that chamber of regeneration, baby. We're back in Breath of the Wild. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Breath of the Wild is is just, it's it's something else, man. It is a, it is a tour de force of, of game development and just understanding of how a physics engine and everything should come together and how a player it, it, it's it's the best understanding of the player playing the game that i think i've ever seen um as far as what they let you do and how you can interact with the space to achieve your goal um Absolutely it, crazy. It, it's There's it's no other game yeah, like it none none like i can't think of a single game <clears throat> where they've pretty much accounted for anybody trying to break the game any kind of way and still making that be able to accomplish the goal it's insane yeah. um so i have been doing that and switching back and forth between that and tunic this entire past few days and let me tell you i don't regret it in the slightest elden ring is still a fantastic game that i do plan to get back to uh, sooner than later but this has been a very very pleasant detour that i don't plan on turning back from anytime soon dang man yeah you talked about that you brought it up loud in last week's episode and i'm like oh, do i need to go play breath of the wild now again because i i never fully completed it i got all the way to the fourth um beast and then just started exploring and just like opening up the map and everything. And yeah, when you mentioned last week that you might go back to, I was like, oh, do I need to do it? <sighs> Man, I really want to, but you're hundred percent right. Do like it, this, dude. this game, like it's not only has the most incredible like physics engine, but it has like full on 
I guess maybe it's still physics, but like the, like a chemistry engine to it too. Like the way you can mix like elements together in like an elemental, yeah. e like it's crazy. Like the way fire interacts with things, water interacts with things, ice, air, like to, to use fire to create an updraft and get up to a platform with your parachute. It's like, what the heck? Like that's so crazy. Like that they, and then you know, can could... throw down while you're in the air, you can throw down like a shield shoot it with a lightning arrow and it'll shock everything in the vicinity while you're still in the air. Like, it's just, who thinks of this stuff? You know, crazy, absolutely positively just full on geniuses over there. Like that's all that, that's all Nintendo's pumping out is this genius. But ah oh man, I might need to go play it now. I have too many games to play. I'm glad you're enjoying it though. <laughs> oh man. man. Best that's decision awesome. I've made in a while. Other than, okay. than Elden Ring. All right. All right. Um, I have not been playing a ton of games. Like I said, my parents were in town, so uh, I didn't get to play a ton. I did get to play with my Oculus Quest 2 one night. I popped it out. And because uh, I was telling my dad about it earlier in the day, I'm like, you know what? He's got to try it. So I pop, pulled it out, fired up some Arizona Sunshine, which is a, a zombie game. And uh, I heard you talking about this one turn on uh i just turned on the horde as like a story mode but i just turned on horde mode where it's just like wave after wave of zombies and let me tell you like it, it's it's a blast i really enjoy it but watching my my dad play it he immediately was just like oh i gotta get one of these these things are so cool <laughs> like he was a hundred percent in like he was getting super into it running around the living room like picking up grenades chucking grenades running away from the zombies like it was so fun just to watch him it's awesome I uh, just get so excited about about VR because uh, I think he had, he had previously tried my PlayStation VR like years ago when I had one. But there's just something about the PSVR where you're just like you're tethered, you're tied down. There's, there's a literal cable. A lot of the games were sitting. But for this one, it's like totally wireless. And yeah, you're standing, you're walking, you're running around this room. Um, and to have the safety net of like the guardian system. So like you never have to worry about running into a wall or something like you really do have all the freedom in the world because, you know, oh, I'm going to be warned before I run into a wall and you don't have any cables tying you down. So it was a so fun watching him enjoy that. I put my mom in it for about uh, 0.35 seconds and she immediately like dropped <laughs> to her knee, dropped to her knee. She's like, take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off. Like she like, freaked out. The second a zombie came around the corner, like she like started crying. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Why did but, you start her off with a zombie game? But then, then that's I was where like, you made a mistake. I, got, I was like, here, I, I have Beat Saber. Let me put on Beat Saber. She really enjoyed Beat Saber, which is like the rhythm. For those of you, you don't know, like the rhythm guitar hero type. Thing, hey, mom, like, you want to be surrounded boxing. by thousands of zombies that want to tear you limb from limb swallow your soul dude you're a horrible horrible son dude i mean <laughs> I, had, I had to try i had to try um but yeah she really like be saber and then there's like this jurassic world experience where you can like hang out with uh blue from jurassic world or the, the, uh, chris pratt's raptor there or whatever um mm -hmm. and she did that mario's it, raptor which Mario's Raptor, which is more like a like a movie or an experience in a game. Like you don't actually interact. You're just kind of like there while things are happening. Um, but that was really cool. And we also figured out how to use the casting feature. So we, I, we were able to cast from the headset to my iPad. So me and my dad could see what she saw, you know, like while she was playing it, which is. Yeah, I didn't realize you could do that with that with the, with the quest. Pretty sick. So 
yeah tons of fun playing with that um also played some keep talking and nobody explodes which is the a classic the, the bomb disposal game so my dad was in the headset he has his bomb in front of him and i have my ipad up like with the bomb disposal manual and the back and forth trying to figure out how to defuse the bombs it's, it's absolutely hilarious like my uh, <laughs> i'm sure VR we sound classic like, man i'm sure we sound like crazy people but it's so cool like because i can't see no, the bomb cut the third blue wire okay oh, the, the other. third <laughs> oh man so good um so yeah i had a vr night absolute blast but i did get to play a little bit about 30 45 minutes of the new kirby in the forgotten land and yeah baby all i gotta say is absolutely beautiful even in handheld mode like the game is so gorgeous it's so much fun i'm loving the mouthful mode like i love those little abilities they added uh, there's a lot of cool ones such so just in the first couple levels i played i played about three maybe four levels now and there's like the, the traffic cone, the car, the vending machine, a staircase. Like it's really hilarious. The things he sucks up in his mouth and that you can control. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm having a blast with it. I, and I love how easy it is. I know a lot of people have been complaining how easy it is. But <laughs> I, I see you guys. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> um, but uh I, I, I like the easiness of it because it then it really is like, a oh, OK, I can play this game, just chill out, sit back, relax and not be beating my head against the wall trying to like if I want to beat my head against the wall, I just go play Elden Ring, you know. But if I just want to relax and enjoy a beautiful world with like some fun little enemies, jump into Kirby. It's it's a literal opposites. Yeah, literal. I like <laughs> the easiest game you could ever play. So relaxing, gorgeous world. I guess they both have gorgeous worlds, but in very different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go check out Kirby. I'm really, really loving it. It's 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 a blast. All right. Um, that is it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening on podcast services, watching if you're watching here Monday night at twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys, or if you're watching later on youtube.com slash Super Gamer Boys. We appreciate you. Uh, and remember, if you really love what we do and want us to keep making bigger and better things, go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys, where you can get episodes early and ad-free, uh, a bunch of other perks. Go check it out. We appreciate all of you over there supporting us there. You can also check out sgbstore.com, where you can buy some sweet merch. I was sipping out of my some tea out of my mug today. I got my mug mug with our logo and our faces on there. That one's up there. We got stickers. We got t-shirts. We got sweaters uh some fun merch so yeah go check it out support the channel that way as well and uh spread the good word of the podcast to to you know when you're wearing an awesome sick nerdy nudes shirt in public um Heck yeah I, I only know one person who owns one of those it's my own mother <laughs> it says now it's time for the nerdy nudes <laughs> oh my gosh my parents are absolutely insane um rate and review us wherever you can on your favorite podcast apps um that helps us tremendously and on youtube make sure to subscribe so you know when new episodes go live hit the like button on this video so the algorithm will keep sharing it with other people and uh and if you're normally a podcast listener go check out the youtube channel if you're normally a youtube watcher go check out the podcast channel because again if we can get those numbers all over the place spread the wealth get everything up you know that helps us look better in the in the channel's eyes and yeah get more viewers and listeners shout out to jack sriracha and yate for allowing us to use their music on our show remember you can find them on spotify and apple music 
very much appreciate the folks and uh yeah the killer art that they make you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com twitter and instagram at supergamerboys i am on twitter and instagram at g morlang adrian where can they find you at you can find me any and everywhere at homeboy and uh jj where can you they find, can find you me at? on twitter and instagram at jj purdom all right that's all uh, i got so garrett did you want to drop the big the big huge news that is happening oh yeah i didn't do it at the beginning of the show because i figured you would do it when you came in and i so uh the super gamer boys is uh, creating another podcast and this podcast is going to be helmed by Yours truly. That's right, myself. So myself and a gentleman by the name of Scott Falder are starting a new podcast. The first episode will be dropping this Friday uh, in all of your different podcast feeds. So please support this podcast that's brought to you by the Super Gamer Boys. It's called... Supl- the Suplex City Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> What's I, I, it called, I'm JJ? half asleep. It's called the Suplex City Wrestling yeah. Podcast. So it's talking about my first and true love, professional wrestling. Scott and I are longtime wrestling fans. We'll be talking wrestling all the time, uh, each and every week, and it'll be coming out on every Friday. Uh, this first episode is just before WrestleMania one and two. That is April 2nd and 3rd. So uh, on that Friday edition, we'll be breaking down the matches that have already been announced for WrestleMania. And the great part about this podcast is the gloves are off. I'm not being held down. I'm not being controlled. There's nobody who is holding me back. I'm unchained. I'm unfettered. And guess what? I'm running this thing. That's right. And it's not a car wreck. It's not a car wreck. It's me running it. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So that's coming out this Friday, the the Suplex City yeah. <laughs> Wrestling Podcast. Make sure to check it out. Heck yeah. So look for that in your podcast apps uh, come Friday, hopefully. Um, I still need to set up a channel for it. <laughs> we, we It will be on its way, hopefully by the end of this week. So yeah, check it out. I listened through it. Uh, I, put, I put it together, produced it for them, and I was like, JJ, it was a lot of fun. I know nothing about wrestling, and I actually really enjoyed it. So even if you don't like wrestling, check it out, because this is kind of fun to hear about the crazy characters and stories and storylines and stuff of uh, years past and kind of your guys' thoughts on, uh, yeah, this weekend's event. So it was awesome. fun. All right. Well, for, for everybody here at the Super Gamer Boys, for Adrian Homeboy Holmes, for Garrett, I wish I could slap him just like Will Smith Morlang and myself. <laughs> J.J. Purdom, the juicy one. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. Dude, he slapped the taste out of his mouth. Happy 20. It wasn't right, but I, I got to be honest. I be honest. <laughs>
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.